Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of Cinemates, the podcast where we dive deep into the world of cinema, TV shows, mainly TV shows today, but everything in between. I'm your host, Michael J. Collins. Joined with me is my co-host. Hi, I'm Jake. Jake Shaw. My goodness, do we have a lot to just get we off our chest a lot immediately. About today. On today's episode, we have a very special guest joining us. Please give a warm welcome to Hannah Collins, a true cinephile and curator of movie screenings and film events in Peterborough, Ontario. Hannah used to bring the magic to Peterborough before her mysterious relocation to Ottawa. <laughs> very mysterious. Now she explores the realms of film from the comfort of her own home. Her expertise lies in transgressive, cult, horror, and classic cinema, and we couldn't be more excited to have her insights on the show. Welcome, Hannah. Hi. Hello. How's How's it it going going today? I'm doing very well. I'm very excited to... uh uh, to break down some of uh, some of my least loved television of uh, summer yes. trust me, it's the same uh, for us here too. And <laughs> before we get into everything, we can just kind of ha- I need to unload a little bit here yeah. because first of all, hello everyone on the left yes, here. This is our first uh, video film podcast. Yeah, video so podcast you know well. we kind of rebranded everything after two episodes, which is kind of <laughs> bold. You know that's kind of strange to just immediately go like yeah we're rebranded immediately. Uh, we kept the name, but we changed everything up on our socials, yes. and we were like we should do video. We and should. we were not planning to be taking this long of a break on everything. We ha- we planned to have one before our Canada Day break. And nothing worked out well that time. No. Tried to get everything. There's a lot of issues this with is this our, room. Uh, this is our third time trying to get Hannah on the podcast. Yeah. And this is our fourth <laughs> time trying to make episode yes. three. So we actually shot this <laughs> podcast on Wednesday just to try to get over the recap of The Idol because we did not want to talk about The no, Idol that much on this one. Over it. Um. We filmed an entire podcast. And not just an entire, it was an hour and like 30 minutes long. Like yeah. we covered everything. We finished the idol off. We finished Black Mirror. We were like, oh, you know what? This is great. We finished, we were like, well, this is going to be so good. Uh, played it. We sounded like fishbowls. Yeah. Like we were in the a fishbowl, like drowning. Audio and was completely corrupted. So this episode might be cursed. It is cursed. And it might be <laughs> Hannah with the whole body horror thing. We don't it's know <laughs> yet. It might be part of that, but. Hopefully, we can get through this with no issues, and I won't believe yes. this episode exists until it's actually up online. <laughs> but otherwise... Argu- arguably, there's a, there's a lot of body horror to cover in this episode, I would say. Um, yes. Some some scary dogs and some scary dog shock collars to cover. Both, both just horrifying body horror. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, at least someone's excited to talk about the idol. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> over it. I've been over it. And I thought uh, I had yeah. that out of my life by now, but uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's set set the stage for today's episode. Today we'll be diving, delving, diving, and delving, diving, and into the final works. three episodes <laughs> of the Idol, unraveling the intricate plot twist, the uh, crazy plot twist that they thought they were doing there, and exploring the profound impact. I don't know if it had that, but of course we cannot forget the gripping conclusion of the latest season. Of Black Mirror, from dystopian futures to unsettling reflections of our own reality. This anthology series somehow might have failed to challenge our perceptions and make us question the role of technology in our lives. So grab your popcorn, find a cozy spot, and get ready to embark on this cinematic adventure with us. Cinemates starts now. Yeah. So, Hannah, uh, something we were talking about uh, before this is 
we were going to have guests for each five episodes. Uh, it felt really <laughs> wrong to get people to watch and catch up on an episode or uh, multiple episodes of The Idol. What are your What were your first takes, I guess, when you first saw this show? I was really hoping I only had to watch the first two episodes <laughs> so I could come on here, talk about episode two, and then never have to finish it. Yep. Now I have to watch the whole thing. Yeah. I yeah. watched the whole thing, and I have to talk about the entire thing. Sorry so. that we dragged you through all of that. <laughs> uh, but we're happy someone else did it with us because we were talking about this a lot. And, like, why did we choose this to be our first show as a jumping off point on this podcast? <laughs> it feels like a terrible idea. And it just seems like we're like the we picked the worst thing possible to start off this podcast on. But I think I think a show like The Idol is people can't stop talking about it. But I think there's so much more there to talk about than people want to talk about. Like I I think after watching all five episodes, um the like the gross sexual stuff is not as bad as the no. other stuff but it, it really eclipses it and then watching it i'm like there's there's worse things happening here a hundred percent agree and at the end of it i was like you know what i think it could have been more sexy i think there should have been more weird take. sex stuff. that is a bold, and take. I was like, a bold take i don't think i wanted to see any more of the sex <laughs> stuff to be honest it was uh it was, it just you know i felt like uh, episode five was the unsexiest and oh, yeah. somehow the worst episode though so i kind of agree with your take I mean, episode five. Well, let's 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 start. Okay, yeah, let's so. let's go. Uh, we'll start at three because we kind of we, we since we missed the first, we're gonna. Oh God, we're gonna get through these episodes fast because I don't want to spend this much time on it. But uh, episode three yeah. was daybreak, and this episode was started off with it, which I think is like, ironic, unironically, like the funniest fifteen minutes I've seen in a show this year, which is the just start of this episode. Tedros yeah. just riding around town with Jocelyn and being like the. The weirdest per- person being like, "You looking at her? You looking at her weird?" Yeah. And while they're going on a shopping trip, it was so funny, but like not in the way I don't think it was intended to be. No. At the same time, it was not intended to be funny. It was intended to look both so cool and so menacing, and that made it so much funnier. It felt like a music <laughs> video that like a fourteen-year-old would post. And it just kept going too, which is the funniest part about it was that it was like a solid seven minutes of them in this shop doing this. And I we talked about this in the last episode where we, the weekend we went through his interview a little bit and he talked about how like he was meant to be this character that's both uh, menacing but also like goofy at the same time and like he doesn't yeah. he's not known to be like this guy he's kind of supposed to be out of his elements. I feel like if his character was the stereotypical goofy Toronto man's then he might have nailed right. that that piece exactly. Uh, but he doesn't does not come across like a a cult leader which you know I think is what we're supposed to think through this. But then by the end of the show. Was there a cult? No, absolutely not. Well, the cult didn't exist no. at all. It did not feel like a cult. It just felt like a bunch of weird people that just kind of were there. Yeah. And their relationship with Tedros didn't really go further than this. The fact that, oh, he's this, he's so charming. And he just, he found this secret within us that like we wanted to unveil. But if the, ep- if like to me, I feel like if this series focused on the weekend from the first 15 minutes of this episode, I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more. Because I just would have had way more fun oh. with just him being an absolute idiot and him just doing just the stupidest things possible versus a lot of the 90 other percent of this where he's supposed to be this serious, uh, out-of-touch guy that we got in most of the episodes. So, like, I enjoyed that part of the first of the, of the third episode. The rest of it, I didn't really like the episode, obviously. Surprise, surprise. I think the the scene where they're at the table talking about her trauma 
was actually decent, and I think that stands by as my favorite scene of the series so far. Now that we finished the show, I think that's my favorite series. And you know what? Props to the weekend. He actually was all right in that scene. Stop. He was okay. I thought he was kind of like you know, semi threatening. How'd you feel about the uh, the table scene there, Hannah? The one where he's at it dinner. It irked me so much that they <laughs> sat down to eat dinner. They never <laughs> ate dinner. There was no food present. She just gets up and leaves after having her monologue. There's, they never eat the. Di- there's no food in sight. <laughs> that's a good point. And, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think all about. I know. As soon as I started, they're like, "We're." I'm so glad to have all of you here in my home. First of all, like. I, I, I don't want to mind that it's like, who are these people? Suddenly they're all in her home and she's got this like super intense connection. She doesn't understand. That was fine. Um, but they sat down to eat a meal that never happened. Also, like, when was this meal? At like midnight? They just sat in front of empty plates. That, I don't know, that drove me crazy. It's like the only thing I could see. And the whole time, like they're talking and they're having this intense scene. I'm like, are they going to eat? Like, when is that happening? There were a lot of moments in the show where I felt like they just expected us to know what was going on. Yeah. Like, the moment that they had all these people here and like, oh, these are characters. You guys know who these people are now. Uh, It it did not work for me. Uh, The scene at the table, I kind of agree with you. He did do pretty well. There you go. See? Um, But I found the moment with him and um, uh, Troy Sivan, where they're on the, the patio talking. Uh, he he was actually pretty good. Where they're talking about how like everybody in the in the industry is sort of like a roach, and like no matter who you talk to, like assistants or someone doing your makeup, they're also a singer trying to make it, but they're just happen to be in the. So street. you liked the part where he was just like, "I like you. You want to do some cocaine?" <laughs> well, kind of, but it did. It was the most authentic, <laughs> I, I like him talking about the music industry. It's true. I I, I think that Troy Sivan, he just he shines so much in this show. He did. And he really did for me. Says, it was one of it's him and Divine Joy Randolph in this show. Both of them, everything they said, I was like, I need more. I need more of these people. I need more of these stories. I, I feel like I they don't they must have had more with Divine, right? They must have. She's they must have. She's amazing. Every scene that she was in, I it stole the show. Everything about her character was interesting. I love. She that, was in like you know, three she scenes. She hates Tedro. She's trying to steal her away. She's trying to figure out what's going on, and then she realizes that all these like cult. People are also really talented, and then she's like, okay, I'll stick around. Okay, let's see what's going on. Let's see if I can exploit them instead. Like, the subtlety in that, um, her scene with Chloe, what's her name, Susanna? Susanna Sun. Yeah, there we go. Um, amazing scene. Like, she's just, she's just so I did good. like that I'm scene. I'm hoping I had to episode four, but um, I found it's like her and Troy Zavon, everything that they said, everything that happened with them, I was like, I need this show. I need these characters in this yeah. show. I got, and I I'm just not getting it. Yeah, that's one thing that made this show incredibly frustrating is there were these moments that they could make something with that. Yeah. And they just went some bizarre direction. I actually thought Susanna Sun kind of uh, did really bad, especially from this episode on. Her I, character, I they just used her so poorly. Um, the song she sang, especially in the, we'll get to the finale, but the finale song was horrible. The Crocodile song I liked, but I mean, it was so gross that they made her 17 too well yeah, yeah. well that's just there very sam no levinson there was like, literally right? no that's, point it that's didn't add anything it's following what sam has done best but I, I i kind of agree a little bit but i think this is where a lot of my problems is is that everything feels so half-baked and it's like they introduce so many of these characters with all these arcs and they go literally nowhere because where's dan levy 
What happened to what Dan happened Levy? To Dan Where did Levy? he go? He just straight up disappeared. And there was scenes that were filmed, like because we've seen these scenes online. And we'll get to the online stuff later because now there's been a lot of stuff that's been coming out online that's showing what the se- what the show looked like beforehand. Uh, but Dan Levy was like prominent in the trailers. Yeah. And there was a scene that The Weeknd put out after the, all the controversy out of Khan being like, oh, are you listening now, Rolling Stone? And they like are just crapping on Rolling Stone the entire time. And Dan Levy's in that scene. He had nothing outside of the second episode. He was gone. Just literally disappeared. that his party felt, or his camp? I felt like gaslit by the show <laughs> because the whole time I'm waiting for this Rolling Stone scene to come back. I'm waiting for Dan yeah. Levy to come back. I'm like, he's got to be more in the show. Big scene that The Weeknd himself posted. Yeah. And then he never shows up again. And, then and it, that was his I, scene I like, for people criticizing it. Yeah. That was the one he posted that like, oh, you guys are going to like this. Watch this Dan <laughs> Levy scene. It's so yeah. weird. It's so strange. I found, um, like, do we think his camp would, like, watch the first episode and was like, you guys can't do that. Like, I don't want to be involved in this. I, no, I think, to me, it's a lot of the fact that, okay, so we, there were supposed to be six episodes, right? There was supposed to be six episodes. This was a, th- HBO gave him six episodes. You could Somewhere tell a lot was cut. along the line, they were just like, nah, we should make it five. And it feels like, and you even see in the end of episode five, when the weekend song's playing, that they're showing a bunch of scenes with Jocelyn and and te- and I called him Teste I almost called him by his last name. Tedros are just like doing stuff, and there's more scenes with Dan Levy and all these other characters. And you're like, well, there definitely was more that was cut out. And yeah. this goes into my main issue, which is that nothing is congruent. Everything is just feels so mishmashed together because clearly they missed some episodes. Clearly, it's not long enough. If this is supposed to be a five-episode miniseries, which is probably what it's going to end up being like because it's not getting another season. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't get another season. Uh, it was handled so horribly between its complete rewrite, rewrite and refilming and scrapping of the 80% of the show that was done beforehand versus now. No, somewhere along the line in these episodes, Sam Levinson took over and it just completely became this mis- mismashed jamble of whatever the hell it was. And it didn't fit. And a lot of that comes together with the hairbrush. The hairbrush at the end of episode three was meant to be this huge traumatic moment of Jocelyn saying that her mom abused her with a hairbrush. And then Abel took the the hairbrush and just started abusing her with his song in the background. The the whole buildup to the hairbrush, I was like begging for it. Just don't make this sexual. And they almost didn't go there. But the whole metaphor just felt criminally boring. Yeah. It just felt so lazy. The weekend was so... Like, I think the hairbrush, the, the lead up to it was his worst acting of the entire series. Um, and I just about the table, like right before they go to the hairbrush, there is no reason for anybody to open up to this character. Why are why is the fascination around this guy? I, I did I not understand that's, it. That's what I what stopped me most about this show. There are parts of the show that like I was surprised at myself for getting like sucked into for getting like because like the cult stuff. You're like, who are these people? Like, what is going on with this? Why is Troy Va- Savon so like cold and standoffish? Is he gonna sing? Is he not gonna sing? Like, like there's there's parts of the show that I'm like I do want more, but you can't figure out why Tedros Tedros is an appealing character no. to anybody. No, a hundred percent. And he's... there's no like there's no rhyme or reason to why he's like anyone is drawn to him because he's just like mean and belligerent to everyone in his path. And there's nothing like attractive or there's appealing. nothing charming about him. He can be a loser, and I think he played the loser part of the cult thing well. It's just you have to be charming. You have to be someone who people actually want to follow for some reason. 
people who they're like not necessarily attracted to, but they're attracted to his personality, him as a person. And you just did not get that from his character. No. It felt not like, even a little bit. No, it felt like they wrote him as that. He read that and thought, okay, people are going to look at me like that. I, now I have to just do this other part. It, it was bizarre. It, it frustrates me because it's like, like when you kind of envision these like cult leaders, it's like I, I want him to be this like almost like Charles Manson character. Like I don't want him to murder anybody, but like. Um, no, but like this, someone like, people would follow like that. Right. But also endearing you're like what is this guy gonna do next like who is exactly. he? what is the deal of course people would be like interested and also kind of horrified like be this sort of like this car crash you can't look away from like why is he so scary and intense and why am i in and believing it there's no magic there's no magic to him as a character that's what it, it is feels like he is trying so hard and you can't get out of this like this idea that it's like he's trying to be cool He's trying so hard. So and I hard think he that's really what it is. to be cool. He's like, I'm going to be sexy. I'm going to be alluring. I, I, like, we said this in the last episode, but it feels like they're just they're going back on. They're like, oh, no, he was supposed to be like like bad, like a loser the whole time. I don't know. I feel like they shot it. They thought he was cool. That's just Look at that point. him coming out with that, that GQ article and him saying, like, no, he was supposed to be a loser. You were supposed to be creeped out by him made it look like he was trying even harder yes. and i feel like watching the first two episodes and then reading that interview and then watching the rest of it i'm like no you didn't no. you're a liar He's now a, you look more he pathetic. definitely watched it back yeah yeah okay well let's let's Day, yeah. jump to episode Day, two here well daybreak oh yeah Th thumbs down that's for me no 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 it was not a good episode with that's our that we will, we do thumbs up honest. thumbs down as soon as I got to the hairbrush scene, I was like, I gotta turn this garbage off. I had to, I had to, I had to have a break. Yeah. I couldn't finish it in one sitting. It was, I was too embarrassed for my own computer. So thumbs up, thumbs down. Sounds like a thumbs down to me. <laughs> Major thumbs down. Yeah, thumbs down for thumbs me down too. Down for you. All right. Episode four: Stars belong to the world. Uh, we kind of touched a little bit upon this. The main thing in this episode was that Xander revealed that Tedros is. Uh, that to, to Tedros that Jocelyn's mother outed him as a teenager and made him sign a contract forbidding him from pursuing a music career. And in response, Tedros decides to torture Xander with a shot collar in front of Jocelyn until he recants his accusations. And then, yeah. yeah. And then it ends That should with... have been so cool. I was watching that scene and I was like, this should, this should be really f it. This should be the climax of it. Of like, this guy will do anything. He's crazy and he will break people down in a horrifying way but instead you're like what the f why is everyone letting me do this where did he even get a shot collar from yeah like that that scene should have been it that should have been like you gotta and see this shit. i'm sorry for swearing um <laughs> that you broke our quota within like five seconds <laughs> <laughs> it's all good it's okay uh yeah no and especially like even after that why is he just on his team now? Like, oh, I kept you in the basement with yeah. the collar on. You peed yourself, and we did weird stuff to your butt. It makes no sense. It it doesn't make any sense. Uh, my favorite line from this was the song that they made, and the opening line: "I don't want to decide things for myself." Oh my Absolutely god! Absolutely, <laughs> was crazy. Uh, sounds I, good though. The last episode when they were talking about, I thought it was a really interesting interesting discussion about how they were going to make that scandalous photo like the album cover. And like, oh, that's sort of like another insight into the music industry, like the weird way that people think about it. And then they just beat it over the head in this episode where they just kept talking about it. And eventually that idea would just became so stupid. Mm. I did not want to hear about it. The blindfold scene was so bad. My favorite thing about it is that people are just watching it happen. 
and they're just yeah. staring at it the entire time and no one's like saying anything. I feel like I wanted a lot from that and I just Yeah, you nothing. wanted a lot from that? Well, scene? I wanted a metaphor like they keep making these metaphors. What do you and expect? They just don't. They're not good metaphors. They're just throwing it at us, and you're expected yeah. to be like, "Oh, this is so much better than it is," but it's not. So I expected. Ne- like I'm, I'm checked out. I watched this at. I was on the bat- middle for context. I was coming back from a red eye last week, and I was watching this at like 2 a.m., which was like three. I think it was like 5 a.m. Actually, really, because it was right before the plane landed. And I was just so checked out. I could not care less at this point. And it just feels like they're throwing things at the screen. They're just like, okay, you, this, this, this. They introduce a new character, Rob, the ex-boyfriend. Yes. He just comes out of nowhere. I Rob. I did like Rob oh, a lot. I'm, I'm I like, a big Rob I liked fan. Hot Rob. You liked Hot Rob? I liked Hot Rob. Well, they, they, Rob did, Rob. they did talk about him the episode before. Okay, but they Doobie. brought him in. He's reference. <laughs> I liked Hot Rob. Hot like, Rob was I'm cool. Pro, you know what? I'm... I'm with Michael. I'm Team Hot yes, Rod. Yes, I'm Team Hot. And it was the like only, Rob. it was the only like tasteful sex scene. <laughs> I guess. Thank and you. And the only, the only realistic one. Yes. I liked that he, Rob is okay. So Rob is a character who's mentioned throughout the show of like, oh, she had this like breakup, boyfriend, and then like, oh, that's the ex-boyfriend. It's like a breath of fresh air a little bit because he kind of shows up and he's like, what the f- is this? Yes. Like, what is going on? Like, who are these people? And then, and then you know his uh he he doesn't stay in the game obviously and a passion overtakes him but his presence feels like worked well of being sort of like jocelyn's old life and her old world is sort of like it kind did. of just showing up it really like, it what worked, is going on it worked very well it because worked. i was very interested in like oh what's going to happen every single scene that rob was doing something so the three scenes that he was in yes why was he not in the racist. finale why did they not go back to the fact accused. that? He it got was, accused of Yes, sexual but I assault. wanted that to like have a, a, a client. Like that felt they were building that to the climax of the show. Like, oh no. And then hot Rob, even he's involved. Well, Rob ends up being the whole catalyst point of Jocelyn and Tedros's relationship and yes, flaming out. Yeah, flaming out, especially with Diane, who surprise is still a character in the show. She is just like the the her character, oh, I think is the started f- so strong. She did she started so strong. And then they just did nothing with her. They're yeah. like, Yeah, you can have uh whatever the Born Center song. They're like, You can have that and then she just shows up at the party and then they're like, Oh yeah, apparently yeah. that like oh Jocelyn's like, Oh, she parted this cult and like this was the whole part. So Jocelyn's like, Okay, then I'm gonna take over. But then we also learned that like she <laughs> she like knew the whole time yeah. and she like was playing Tedros the entire time. Doesn't make sense. Hey, well, that's the next episode. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Spoiler alerts. Yeah, my God. Uh, this episode I did find, like, when they were talking about, oh, yeah, you got to be with Tedros. He's, he'll make you a star. He'll, his success just works. What success does he have? I was so that confused. he owns a club. He owns a club. Is that the <laughs> only thing that these people are like, oh, yeah, he'll, he'll, his methods work? I it guess. It didn't make sense for me. And I found the scene when Destiny is, like, on the phone with uh, with Chaim, and they're, she's like, yeah, uh, it's been like a week or whatever. She's like, and there's all these weird people, and they do this, and they do that. And we're like, are we supposed to know this? Is this just your way that, oh, now this is happening? It it did it made I, no sense I for me. I think that's more of just I, I all the I think that that is thing. like the, the overarching, the biggest criticism of the show isn't the bad acting and the horrible production and the gratuitous sex scenes. It's the, it's the tell, don't show yes. of the entire yeah. show. The whole show is just them sitting around going, 
oh, here's a bunch of plot points. We didn't act out or play out for you at all. We're just talking about them. It's the writing. You're just yeah. supposed to be like, oh, phenomenal, phenomenal interactions. And it's like, I want to see that. I want to see all these things happen. Why is everything like, oh, just by the way, here's a whole bunch of really important plot details that major character arc. Yeah. We didn't act out that major character arc or plot details. We're just we're just going to talk about them right now and then we're going to think that you're immersed in this world. I 100% agree. I think that's that's the biggest crime in this show. Yeah. The acting, we've we've dealt with horrible actors before and things, but we c- we can sometimes find a good product. The sex stuff wasn't even as bad as I thought it was going to be based on like the previews that people were talking about. It was the fact that they just told us stuff happened and we were supposed to be like, "Okay, yeah, to be fair though, I don't think the acting like outside of the weekend, the acting's not that bad. Honestly, it's, bad. it's not that bad. There's a lot of like there's a lot of decent actors in the show. Susanna Sun is I think she's good in the I show. I know you don't. Well. Rachel Sennett, regardless I, I of what they did to her I, character. I like Rachel Sennett, but her she's she nothing. just did nothing they, with she didn't act they well. Her character. They didn't do anything. No, she, just she didn't yeah. being in the show. Exactly. She didn't yeah. act bad, but she didn't act well cuz she just did the same thing every episode. Like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. Tin hot and then stomp around. Yeah, that was it. But Hank Azari was better. Hank Azaria got better, and he then did he got bad. Okay. He never better. got good, though, I, I will say. I don't think the acting overall is that bad. Like, Lily Rose Depp is really good, and I will stand by that, I, that I think she was I very agree. good the entire the entire series, and I hope she gets better performances out of this. She has Nosferatu coming out with Robert Eggers, so hopefully that like, gets rid of some of the stink around this show, but I think she was, like, really good, and yeah. it saddens me that this wasn't better to showcase how good she actually was. But I think very like, confident that she can bounce back from this. I don't think that this is a career ruining no, project no, it's for her not. the way it is for Abel Tusbe. Yeah, I think. Uh, but like you say that though, but he's he's still gonna have more. He he still has another role coming out. Like yeah, he but has, that, he was in that before this, right? But you never know, right? I think like, this is the don't worry, darling, of his career. I think people are done with Harry Styles after that horrible performance in that movie. I think. Well, Harry Styles shouldn't have been cast to begin with. Yeah, but neither should have should the weekend. Sure, but like Let's there, be, there okay. was glimpses. Like I, I saw uh, some glimpses. That yeah, was the, like you know what the most believable thing he said was was a very offensive homophobic slur in this episode, <laughs> and that was the most authentic acting he's done. I don't know. I, I I'm I'm not as willing to write him off, and maybe you can call me a homer for the weekend because I love his music, but I'm not as willing to. The, the show's a disaster. Like, it's an unmitigated disaster. There's no way around it. It's it's awful. But I f- am more willing to give this a shot knowing how, or like, him a shot in the future, say, with the Trey Edward Schultz movie that's coming out with, uh, what's it, what's her name coming out? The girl from the Wednesday. Jenna Ortega? Yeah, Jenna Ortega. I'm more willing to give him a shot with that, knowing that Trey Edward Schultz is... He's gotten really good performances out of his actors, especially in Waves. I don't know if you've seen Waves, but Kelvin Harrison Jr. is really good in that, and that was a breakout role for him too. And there's really good – he's a good director. I'm more willing to give him a shot with something that's more actually put together and doesn't have this massive production issues that will force him to be playing two separate characters because – let's just get – okay, let's get into the photos now. You saw the photos. I sent you the photos, right? The Hannah Montana-esque style of what this show was going to be like beforehand. Oh, my God. It's completely it's, different. It's completely different. If you don't know, um, if you're just tuning in this week when we are recording some behind-the-scenes footage of the show before it got overhauled by Stan Levison dropped, 
including what looks like a Lily Rose Depp's character, Jocelyn's old bedroom, her sort of like tweeny bop bedroom, and these fun life-size cutouts of her when she was supposed to be like a tween idol, showing this like backdrop into her life um, and what she originally came from. And I feel like those images have more story in them than you ever get about her yes. life beforehand. <laughs> yeah. A single picture of the crew posing with a with a life-size cutout of her <laughs> as like a tweeny bop star is like, oh, here we go. There's more story in this picture yeah. there is in the entire show. It made me really mad. It made me very upset. It's annoying me that the show was so close to being done and they just decided to completely scrap it and give us this. And who do you have to blame for that? Men. <laughs> it's the weekend. All right. Uh, like female ep- perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Episode four. Thumbs uh, up, thumbs down. Thumbs down. Is... Yeah, thumbs down for me. Hannah? Thumbs down except for the scene with Divine Joy Randolph and Susan Sum. <laughs> just so, because I love every scene with, with Divine Joy Randolph in this show. She's enough. just great. Jocelyn forever. There being a lot of a lot of Divine means that little a little bit le- a little bit of a weaker thumbs down. Jocelyn Forever, episode five. The finale felt like eight years of them doing a nice little talent show for Eli Roth's character, who, why was he in this show know. again? I, I um, did not get this whole, this was the worst episode. Yeah, the episode was basically after 30 minutes of the talent show, framed around Rob being accused of sexual assault and frustrated with Tedros' behavior, Jocelyn convincing Haim to remove him from their lives by offering him $500,000, which Tedros refuses. So Haim refu- arranges for Talia to expose Tedros as a serial pimp, because sure, why not? leading to his reputation being ruined while facing investigations by the IRS. However, Tedros decides to attend Jocelyn's opening night of the tour, where she unexpectedly expresses her longing for him and confesses that fame and success means less without him. And backstage, Tedros notices a new hairbrush, despite Jocelyn telling him that her late mother's abusive actions, and Jocelyn then brings Tedros on stage during the concert, declaring the love of a life, share a nice little kiss, and tell him to get in the corner. And my God, was this one of the worst finales I've ever seen. <laughs> it's not yeah. even close. There is no, there's nothing with this finale that closes any arcs that are satisfying. Characters, like straight up, like I mentioned, as much as I said that I enjoyed some of the other people, Troy Savant's character is murdered in this episode completely. Absolutely, completely. Like he just comes back to Jocelyn yeah. like nothing happened. I find there's, even the scenes that Divine Joe Randolph is sort of saving, because she is the best part of the show. I think we got to say that. She's right? good, yeah. Can we all agree with that? Yeah. Um, the final scene where it's the three of them, her, uh, Chaim and, um, Eli Roth talking about how they got rid of Tedros might be the worst acting, I think, in this entire Yeah, it's show. really bad. Eli Roth was not good in this episode. No, he was painful. This whole talent show was just I, so unorganized. Yeah. She did his sort of, like, breath of fresh air, I think just because he was just saying everything out loud that as the audience member was thinking of just, like, it's what true. is going on. It's true, I did on? like Towards that at the beginning, but... Kind of I don't apart. know if it was good. I think it was just, it's just like, wow, somebody is saying it. Yeah. But then he's not supposed to be like. But then he just turned. He liked them after like five minutes. Yeah. It makes no sense. <sighs> it makes no sense. Uh, the yeah. hairbrush. I found none of these scenes made sense. The hairbrush, I didn't understand because why wouldn't he know it was not an old <laughs> one for the first time he used it? I don't know. 
And yeah, Jocelyn's revealed as like the whole manipulator behind everything. It's not act. It's supposed. It was supposed to be kind of like a now you see me type thing, where like the one person thinks that they're like in charge of it, but the other person's actually the one in control the whole time. It's awfully written. Awfully yeah. makes written. No, it makes no sense. It made no sense. And it, it's not like, a twist. It's just a bad plot line. Yeah, yeah. Like, are we supposed to go back and look at the the entire series with a different eye? Because I, what, what is it trying to tell us? Like, why, why would she put herself in those situations to be like, <laughs> yeah, everything's fine? Did she he make made, up the lie with the mother? Like, did he make good music? Because the songs kind of suck. Like, but no, like, what, what, what's her motivation? I liked everyone's voice in this episode. None of the songs were good. They were the worst songs in the entire series. But so bad. what was the motivation is my thing. Because why, like, if Jocelyn was struggling so hard with all of this and to make music to the level that she wanted to, why was she willing to take this bum into her life and s- string him along? For what? For for what? Like, what? why was this her catalyst for getting her song to feel better and for her to be like oh yeah like i'm back i'm back like what 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 it just doesn't make sense like why would you in the motivation like the twist brings no sense when you look back at the rest of the series when you're like there's no motivational aspects for her to be doing any of this and i don't want to look back at this series no i'm I'm good i i'm I'm already like tired of talking about this maybe that's because we had the whole no it didn't need a twist if it was just flat out like character is abusing and exploiting her she breaks free yeah i thought that was and actually like, kind of nice there's things in there that are like yeah i this this man is unattractive and he's horrible why are you obsessed with him is like that that's what it looks like like that that felt like more real to me as like the show goes on and people are like why like especially like rachel senate being like why this man like what is it what is i can't figure it out and then just like, no, he's just evil instead of like, she's evil the whole time. She wasn't evil the whole time. It's no. weird. It was just, it was four episodes of watching a woman be abused and then one episode of she's actually manipulative. She could actually be abusing him. Like, no, what? No. No, it, was just it didn't boring. make sense. When it ended, the whole thing I got was, why? Yeah, that's what? the main question. Like, what, what was the point of us watching this whole show? What did we gain from it? Nothing. I got a nice soundtrack. I know you said you didn't like the music. I like the soundtrack. I think it's good. I think The weekend's hey, making really good music right now. This episode was bad for music. Yeah, but the other episodes were really good. And a lot of the stuff that wasn't even in the episodes that he's like released for music-wise, it's good. I liked it. So I guess I got a soundtrack out of it. Wasn't worth the, what, six hours I put into the show? No. I, I think the the worst part of this episode was, how has he not heard of Little Red Riding Hood? That is that secluded from society that he knows nothing. Why did he's they... in prison for six years? Oh, no, <laughs> thank you, thank you for this. telling us that in this episode as well. Like, no, they told us earlier. No, it's it's just I yeah, the whole show is pointless. And like you know that I I try to be so positive with a lot of things too. Like even if you look at my letterbox, like I'm not a negative guy, and I try to like at least see positives and everything. There's really nothing redeeming in this show. And if I'm sitting here and talking that like the soundtrack is the best part of your movie, you or your TV show, you messed up so badly. And I yeah, I think the show looks good because Sam Levinson always has a good eye for everything with direction. Does that mean the show was there a reason for it to exist? No, there wasn't. And I don't know where that goes from here. 
I like I said earlier, there better not be a second season because what are they doing at this point? What can they what can they do from this point on to make a second season? Continue Jocelyn and Tedros's relationship? No one cares. I didn't care for five episodes. And it was supposed to be six episodes. <laughs> this was, we were supposed to have one more week of this. And then somewhere along the line, they were just like, nah, we're good. You look exhausted right now, I might add. You I'm look so, so over this show. I'm so over this. We went so much longer on this than I thought we were going to go. We're at like 38 <laughs> minutes of this show. Hannah, what was your what, what, what was your favorite and your least favorite part of this show? Just, just we're at the finale. Just give me your total takes here. <laughs> I loved, I mean, I loved Divine Joy Randolph. I loved that there was something in here that was interesting. I love cults. I love anything with cults. So right away, I want there to be cults. Was there a cult? Like, was there a cult? I wish there was a cult. <laughs> um, my least favorite thing was I am a sucker for like a sad male protagonist in a prestige drama. I love a pathetic man in a TV show. And we've seen so many good pathetic men in TV shows. And I find it hard to watch the show after we spent the first six months of the year watching Succession. And then Sunday nights at nine on HBO get replaced with what should be also a gross, pathetic man. And you just get, you don't get that. You don't get the same thing. You don't get gross, pathetic male protagonists the way that we deserve. The transition from Succession to this was one of the most jarring, saddening things. And that's why I was saying, like, why did we decide this to be the catalyst of our podcast when Succession just ended and we talked about the idol <laughs> as our first thing? Well, what does he do that, or what what is the difference between Tedros Tedros and Don Draper or Kendall Roy? What's the difference between Tedros <laughs> and Kendall? How many? How much time do you have? I don't know. What is the difference between Tedros and Kendall? Both of them morally reprehensible, struggles with their relationships with pretty much everyone, especially trying to build or have some kind of semblance of family. Um. Both shows have the characters just being like gross and inappropriate and hypersexual. I mean, more Roman Roy, but he's still, it's still weird. But the difference is one is well written in the other <laughs> sense. That's the difference right there. One that is Sam Levinson. One is Sam Levinson, who's used to writing teenage people versus real life men. And that's that. That's the difference, whether you want to hear it or not. It's, it's a stark difference between the age and everything Ooh. and that. All right. Um, okay. Hi. Wow. Okay. This episode, This man. is awful. This... I don't know what is going on. This is ridiculous. We lost Hannah. Yeah. In the middle of me ranting um, about writing. <laughs> I think this episode is just... I think it's just never going to see the light of day. And, well, I mean, if you're <laughs> no, watching it, will. it, it then will. It, it will. will. But, my God, oh. that was like 11 minutes of just, we lost her. <laughs> so, if you want to text her and be like, give us your rating... So at least we can put like a bow on the yes. idol because clearly we're upsetting someone here with the idol that like whether it's HBO or it's the weekend that's like cursed us. Something's something going bad. Something bad is happening to us because this is ridiculous. This is like approaching getting it's supernatural. The fourth time trying to shoot this one episode. Awful. Anyways, I'm not gonna. Fi I don't even know what I was saying before. Oh yeah. Good writing, succession. Bad rating. Bad writing. The idol. Anyways, let's wrap this up. Thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> Thumb so it's, uh, it's a thumbs down for you? Yeah, this episode was a thumbs down. Yeah. I thought there was just so many pointless crap. Um, this episode was terrible. I think it's the, the fact that Hannah just cut out, too, just, just makes this whole show, like, 
I want to be so done with this. Yeah, I'm done with Wyatt. Like, we probably, like, look dejected right now. And, like, I'm just – we've talked about this show so much. And to think that we were going to have another two episodes of this on top of it (laughs) is ridiculous. I don't know if we would have made it, man. I'm done. This is one of the worst Uh, HBO shows. I can't wait to get into actual, like – good movies or like i know maybe we disagree on a movie or something i know something like that hopefully because so far we're just following the norm of yeah we agree I, this is our last we've been doing these on fridays we tried to do this on a sunday once <laughs> tried to do it on a wednesday there's this a lot is, that we've went this through. is our last fridays we're going to do these on mondays yeah we gotta figure this out because something about this day or in jet well we tried it on a wednesday <laughs> it didn't work on a wednesday either <laughs> it was I'm so over the idol. Um, but yeah, this will be our final idol episode. Hallelujah. We gotta we gotta perk ourselves up, all right? Let's let's give the rating to the idol. I'm giving it a two because I think there were some redeeming factors in there. I liked some stuff, but a two is awful for TV. Like it should yeah. never be that bad. And I like the soundtrack. I like Lily Rose Depp. I like some of the other supporting actors and actresses. Hated everything else and it was terrible. That's fair. So a two for me. Uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty down on this stuff. I I liked Lily Rose Depp a lot. Um, I I was down on her at the beginning. You were even the one who had to sort of pull me out of that and say like, no, no, there might be something there. Mm. And you're right, there was something there. I I really want to see what she's gonna do. Um, next. Um, <laughs> I'm so defeated. Just give it a rating. Just give it it's, a rating. Let's get it I over. I think it's a two for me. It's Hannah, two? Hannah okay. says two point seven five. That is very specific. Yes. <laughs> I, I appreciate the specific. Uh, Justin says she has a lot to say about Demon 79, which is so frustrating <laughs> <laughs> that we have to do this. Ah! Okay. It's okay. It's okay. The idol's we'll, done. She'll be back. We'll get, we'll we'll get, get her back. We'll get her back. We'll get her back in another episode. We'll, we'll have to do like a horror movie. And yeah, that's a good idea when there's a horror movie take, that comes out. Uh, or not a good take, a good thing to watch something like of any substance other than this is guys creepy and gross okay it's done the idol's over we finished it it's out of our mind we're good i can see the dejection in your face right now the poor audio listeners just have no idea what's gonna be what's going on right now. this show sucks never watch the show yeah nobody even like oh remember that horrible show we should watch it no it's not even good in any rewatchable faction it's it's legitimately terrible i would now be I have a swinging around this piece of plastic on imdb it's so <laughs> bad okay screw, we're done screw that we're done we're never talking about this horrible freaking show again it's um, just out of mind let's let's jump into uh black mirror yeah so the final two episodes that was very like la nightish of me but yeah 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 all right yeah so we gave i gave everything from black mirror the first part of the season six i gave them all thumbs up it's a bit more positive than you were. You were one thumbs up and two down. Yeah. You get yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gave Beyond the Sea and you got wake up. Wake I'm up, Mr. Michael. Wake up. We got we got a pod to do, Let's all right? Let's go. This is I'm stoked. everyone's I'm gonna stoked. everyone's I'm checked out by this I'm point here. because of the negativity, all right? We got to be positive. positive. We just Let's gotta go. get it Let's get it going. <laughs> gotta get it done. Okay. Black, Black mirror. mirror. Black mirror. From one thing from bad to something that's mid. Black mirror. So we did the first three episodes. Maisie Day is the fourth episode. Yes, you hated this one. <laughs> Why? Why? It's bad. It's, it's a bad. bad episode. It's about paparazzi and for something that's supposed to be so technology-based and so in-your-face about humans and the consequences of human nature, 
it is so god just so weird and so not black mirror and for your twist to be a werewolf yeah a werewolf Maisie day the reason that she's hiding being this like weird mysterious and why everyone's so like oh we need to get this photo of her it's because she's hiding because she's a werewolf because she got bit by a dog and she is driving home Yeah, uh, there's a werewolf. Um, I, I mean, I don't even really know what 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 was the point of this whole thing. Uh, they did the whole Red Mirror episode, the next episode, which is like their horror twist, I guess, sort of on Black Mirror. But the whole point of Black Mirror is it's like, again, what we talked about in the last episode. It, it, it's the way we use technology and the consequences that we see with that technology. And for this twist to just be supernatural, magic the whole time, uh, it, it just completely diverted from what the, the entire not premise of the show, but the heart of this show is and what, what we come to watch this show for. Um, and it, it just completely takes you out of it. It's a terrible twist. Yeah. It, it doesn't, it, it's bad. Not even the, like, I find the acting in Black Mirror is really good. This episode, it was just sort of, it was mid. I really like Zazie Beats too, and a lot of other I things, do, yeah. too. And she just kind of didn't. She, she just didn't deliver, I guess. And it feels like know. Charlie Brooker just kind of watched a better movie in Nightcrawler. And was like, you yeah. know what would be good with this I movie? I find that there might be actual like interesting things they could have done with paparazzi. Like, but I get, I guess the whole conclusion that you come to with any of these is like, oh, paparazzi are bad. Don't <laughs> trust them. Even after they know it's a werewolf, they still want to take, take photos. The photo. Like, I get it. Okay, it's not interesting. It's not cleverly done. It's just, bleh. stank. It stank. But you're definitely more higher on it than I am. Yes. Which I makes enjoyed the no concept. sense. Uh, I, I enjoyed the concept. This is still, show. so that, again, with all the technical difficulties, I know that you're more positive on this than me. For some reason, this guy believes that this was the best episode of the series. No, I don't think it was the best episode. Of the season. Of the season. Of the season. I don't think it was the best. I thought Lock Henry was better. You told uh, me last time that you thought the other one was better, or you thought this was better. No, no, no. I think in the context of this season, this is the most enjoyable one to watch <laughs> because of how stupid it is i think it's the worst episode in the season okay but i think when you're watching this it's the easiest to digest and it's the easiest to throw away yeah the other ones are just like why well whoa. like it just makes you sort of upset and you're like this is boring this is dumb this never really felt boring it it's was 40 just, minutes it's it was 40 fast. minutes it was fast it was quick i felt like they could have used a lot more time to explore the themes that they were trying to which that really fell apart, but uh, yeah, this was uh, easily digestible and kind of fun, man. I know the I werewolf had no fun. The with werewolf this. was terrible. The twist was awful. The, the werewolf looked cool, but it's like, <laughs> why is a werewolf in Black Mirror, and why yeah. is Red Mirror in the next episode? I when they could have done a lot with the satire in this. What's the technology? Just, the apart. camera? The cameras? No, the werewolf, man. Werewolves are. How do you make a AI, werewolf? Bro. They're are AI they? now. Well, no, you? this is that. This episode was horrible. Yeah, it's really bad. I, I think this easily stands as, like, my least favorite Black Mirror yeah. episode. You think this is the worst of the entire series? I don't even think it's close. Like, the closest before was the Waldo moment, which is the Trump. Donald, the Donald Trump, Trump yeah. one. And this is just, like, at least that had some precipice to it, and it, like, actually kind of happened. I felt like if she's such a good detective, why is she a paparazzi? Why is she not a detective? Because she is. <laughs> 
That's all I ha- like. There's just nothing. There's not. There's no characters in this show. What she is. in this episode too. It has the lowest rated of any Black Mirror episode. It actually went down since we recorded this last episode. It's at a five point three now. Jesus. It was at a five point five on Wednesday. It's at a five point three now. So people clearly aren't enjoying this episode. I'm not alone in this. It's bad. It's really bad. And what do you what do you think about Maisie Day? Thumbs up. Thumbs down. Your thumbs least, down. Your least favorite episode of the series. Yeah, if you like it or not. <laughs> no thumbs up for that. No, um, I'm good. It's uh, it's a thumbs up for me. You're so weird. <laughs> I will never understand. I you. enjoyed it. I liked the. F- I well, I don't know if I enjoyed it. I thought it was the worst episode, but it was e- in the context of this series. It was the easiest to watch. You make no sense. It was I could in put the that series on. in the whole series in the uh, sorry in the season. It was the <laughs> was easiest to watch. Okay. It was the most. I put that on. I finished it. It felt like watching a 90-minute movie where you're like, I didn't understand. Not that I didn't understand. I didn't care about anything that happened. I watched it. The time happened. Where all of the other ones, you're like, I want this to be better. I'm only waiting for it to be better. I'm waiting for it to be better. It was the easiest to digest, and that's why I think in the context of this season, it's a thumbs up. In the context of TV, it's a thumbs freaking down. Yeah. It's probably one of the worst episodes I've seen. Well, well, I was going to say one of the worst episodes of TVs I've seen, but we've seen the worst. Um, Bad. So, no. yes, it's a thumbs up with a big asterisk. Yeah, you got to put that on, like, the yeah, whatever you put Yeah, put up put the out. graphic. We'll, if it uh, ever comes out. <laughs> we'll we'll uh, put it out. Hannah gave this actually a rating. Did she? Out of five. Uh, uh, for context, for everything on the video side, you're seeing breaks and cuts and everything like that. It's because we're, we've been trying to get her back, yes. and it's not working, and nothing um, is happening. She gave it a 5.7 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Uh, she's close to the IMDb rating. There you go. Uh, let's go to Demon 79. I, I have nothing to say about this episode. I, uh, it, it was, was fun. fine. It was fun. It was the most uh, compelling protagonist. Uh, the acting really, was good. Really, really good acting in this. Um, I, I, I don't even want to begin to say these names because I'm probably going to butcher them, but they were so good. I liked both of them a lot. I really enjoyed the demon, especially Gop. I thought he was really yeah. fun to watch. And it was just kind of a no, it was kind of like a, you know, it's the, funny. The twist it's was goofy. that it was a, not a twist. Yeah, it was an M. Night Shyamalan twist where, oh, it was real the whole time. Um, not really Black Mirror. <laughs> no, it's Red Mirror. Remember? It's Red Mirror, yeah. Whatever. Which, why wasn't the other do. one also Red Mirror? I, um, do you like the direction of Red Mirror? I don't like Black Mirror. <laughs> I think the show isn't very good. Okay, as a Black Mirror enthusiast, I hate it because I understand, you know, Charlie Booker did the interview saying that, like, Black Mirror was never about technology. It was always humans. Sure, I get it. But to say technology was not the main part is also kind of a lie because the whole show was framed around technology. Well, that's the weird part I thought about this season is what was really technology about this? Uh, there's a couple episodes that had technology. The Beyond the Sea was really technological-based. Beyond jump- the Sea was just in space and but it had also a robot. Had, but it had the idea of like the, the transferring through the dog tags and everything like that. And Jonah's Awful was also pretty Black Mirror-y with the whole... Yeah, that one felt Black Mirror. It was just not very good. You think Black Mirror's just kind of jumped the ship? I'm over it. Yeah. I never was into it, but uh, I'm glad people are on the... Bo- on the uh, the wave that it's it's weird it's not great it feels very it feels very mixed though like i look everywhere online and i feel like there's a lot of people that are really defending this and being like it's better than season five that's all i see all i see is people like no it's good and people's like favorite episodes are beyond the sea now but the thing for me is like 
that's weird. That should never. That should never be a thing. That seems to be. This is the best episode of Black Mirror ever. Have they watched other Black Mirror episodes? Have they watched White Christmas? Ever? (laughs) That's really weird. I think, as a massive Black Mirror fan, this is just not the direction that I've really wanted the show to go. And it's not like Black Mirror has always been this. Every episode has to be knockout, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10 episodes, because that's not necessarily what the show ever is. There's a lot of mid-episodes in Black Mirror. Yeah. It's nothing new. Yeah. But this was just a season of mid, and there was nothing really that stuck out with me. Like, I honestly forgot I watched half of these, to be completely honest with you. I... It feels like a whole lot of nothing, and it saddens me because this was five episodes. This one's my favorite. It's like a season of the idol. Is there is the, yeah? I was gonna say, is there a theme here that five is just like a number of just like determined bad. to not be great? But I, I'm not as negative with you as the bad. I just I it was inconsequential. No, in I don't think I I don't think any of these episodes were bad. I thought they were all boring. But you gave them all two out of ten or two out of five. I gave every single episode the same rating, and I felt <laughs> the same way about every episode. It wasn't good. It wasn't been, bad. Demon gives a thumbs up for me. Uh, yeah, I gave it a thumbs up because it was fun. Yeah, it was it was kind of fun. It was nice to it's, watch. It's fine. It was different. It was long. I don't like that it was different, but it was different in a way that it was like, oh, I just watched these three episodes I really, were terrible. I really hope this is not the direction they go, though. If they continue the show. I think they got to end this show, man. Uh, no, I'm fine. hit its peak. Get rid of Brooker. How much? How many times can we look at technology and be like, oh, it's bad? Why Dude, has, we live in it now. Why we're has, over that. Why has this show not been handed off to other people? Why is it just Charlie Brooker? I don't know, man. Uh, this season stank. TV is very rarely just one guy, ever. It normally is passed around with different writers and different directors. Yeah. Why, like, this show has different directors, whatever. Why is Berker the one main consistency on this show? And I love the guy. I love for what he's done. Contracts, maybe? He wrote every episode, and only one other person had a writing credit, and that was Demon 79. And oh, really? Yeah. He, outside of that, scrolling back, the last one since then was USS Callister in season four. That was a great one. So. I did like Shut Up well. and Dance also had a, an additional writer in it. Nosedive had an additional writer. So the good writer. ones seem to have well, another person se- attached. Jesse Armstrong did the entire history of you. I like that one. Yeah, and he's the one who wrote Succession. Hey, there you go. So this feeds exactly right into my point, which is let Charlie Brooker have a say on what the final thing is. Like You can pitch ideas to Charlie Brooker. That's fine. Pass the show on. Yeah. Let other write like there's there's so many other people in this world that has so many great ideas with technology, with humans that can pair great episodes together. It's not just Charlie Brooker. I understand this is his baby. Let other people get the reins. Let other people make the show because this show is not gonna have the legs to continue if it's just coaxing off of Charlie Brooker. And let's be honest, Brooker has been not been good since out of side of Black Mirror. What has he done recently? Literally, what has he done? You can't tell me anything he's done because the only things that he's been doing was that those like Death Two movies. You remember on Netflix those random like Death to 2022, 2020 that came out? God, he did that. That was a bad movie. Yeah, it's not good. He hasn't done anything outside of Black Mirror, so I understand this is his thing. This is what he's holding on to. It's time to move on, Charlie. Let the show move on to other writers. Let other people come up with ideas, and you can have the final say. Whatever the show can be, still really good. It just needs to stop falling on his hands. That's what I think. Nice. Good rant. Did, Good I, rant. Th- did any of that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I'm not a Black Mirror guy, so hey. 
rant away man sure if your show if you if you're over the creator your it show. is it is my like it's it is my show though like it, it's the show that helped me get into film in general like i had i said this i don't think have i said this in one of the episodes i have a film degree part of that is because of this show like i it, it's just sad to me that this is people are accepting this as better than season five which i wasn't high on season five either but that had two episodes that I really, really, and like are stuck with me. And even the one that I didn't like, the Ashley and Me Too, which you, you said you enjoyed that one, the Miley Cyrus episode. I did. I know. I like the song. It stuck with me because that's that that's Black Mirror. Striking yeah. Vipers stuck with me because it's an interesting, it's an interesting premise. There's people playing video games and they're in love with each other. Cool. What out of any of these from season six was interesting? None. A serial killer. Okay? We've seen that 12 times before. Netflix is bad. Ooh. It's fun that it's on Netflix that they're showing it. Whatever. Robot? A werewolf. Switching bodies. Demons. Boring. Nightcrawler. Yeah. I'm with you. Right? It's time for change. It's time for a change. I agree with you. It's time for a change. Uh, yeah, someone who's never really been in the Black Mirror, there are those classic episodes that I feel like everybody should watch, and, and you'll get some enjoyment from that, but I, I haven't even heard about those in a while, so there you go. It says a lot about this season. It was crap. It was a crappy season. What's your rating? All those episodes, I give a 2 out of 10, or a 2 out of 5. But 2 out of 10. It, it, no. can't, it can't be the same rating as The Idol. This show? No, yeah. I, I say a 4. 4 out of 10. 4? Okay. They're just bored. I, I, I struggle Nothing between- Nothing was good. I struggle between a six and a five because I feel like if I gave everything a thumbs up, that's a six. In my well, what'd eyes. you give Demon? Oh, we both gave a thumbs up. Hannah says six out of ten. So, six out of ten is probably what I give the season. Yeah. Like again, it's not it's not anything offensive. It's not like I'm sitting and watching like the worst things ever, aside from Maisie Day, which. <laughs> hey, but it was easily digestible yeah 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 keep going back to that i made bacon while i watched that episode (laughs) (laughs) that's how invested i was into that episode no i it's time it's time to move on so that's that's black mirror done over let's wrap this up with some because we are we got it we got to get we got to keep going we We got to keep going did we go long i feel like we had eighty thousand interruptions into this i don't think we actually are that long right now i think we're just under an hour oh really yeah (laughs) <laughs> well, we have another one to record Monday, so yeah, we'll be we back. Get to the, uh, but we'll go with what stuff. we watched for the last couple of weeks. I know, so I know everything what you rated. We we did a fun game <laughs> where I had to guess Mike's ratings because I thought I didn't know him. For context, I actually got only think two wrong, which I was yeah, quite it was proud like of. Out of twenty, twenty something. And I and I have been on record off the pod saying that this guy has the worst rating system I've ever heard in my life. But for some reason, I guess I understand it. So boom. And that's all that counts. Exactly. I guess that's just why they call us a couple of cinema mates. Am I right? That's, no, cinema mates. Oh, I, I messed up the title. Sorry. Come on. That's, that's my bad. What did you watch in the last uh, couple I weeks, I watched Mike? a ton, but I'll give you my uh, my recommendations. I'll give you three recommendations. But I Sounds watched like good. 20 movies, starting from Crash, the 2004 Best Picture winner. Never I d- watched Crash. I still that don't know my why you watched Yeah, you started with that? <laughs> well, you said you were going to give you recommendations, and then you no, said no, no. Crash. I said started with, no, no, don't, don't watch Crash. Okay. I also watched The Butterfly Effect, which is terrible. Uh, but Ashton Kutcher's best performance, and I stand by that. 
Okay. Horrible movie, Wasted. And we oh, looked at that. Ashton. He's not in a He's lot. He's not in any movies, no. man. Like, Ashton Kutcher is like an A-list celebrity. Is he uh, anymore? No, he is not. He was at one point. At the 70s show, sure. No, after that 70s show. Like, when he was doing this one where he's a spy. Like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, he was bad. A-list, um, sure. We watched Elemental. We did watch we shot in theaters. Really, really good film. That's one a recommendation I give. Was going to be um, on our original third episode maybe three weeks ago. <laughs> it's not yeah, anymore. Yeah, we'll do an animation one. Cool. I watched No Hard Feelings, the new Jennifer Lawrence movie. Really, really good. Two separate uh, coming-of-age stories about two very different points in your life. Um, it constantly pushes the line of inappropriate, but it never really crosses that line. Especially with the but certain had a lot of like, subject matter, yeah, too. It had a lot of uh, pushback, but watch the movie and you'll you'll really get it. It's a, it's just a f- story about friendship. Really, really bad other cast, but the two main characters really set that movie apart. And it a little bit of a slow start, but it gets really funny. Uh, you'll laugh out loud in the theater. Something that I don't often do uh, is laugh out loud at movies. So. And people can compl- people complain a lot too that like there's no comedies in theaters anymore. And this, yes. from what I've seen, feels very much like the 1980s type comedies. Yeah. Go support were- this movie. Go watch it. I haven't seen it. Go yet. support this movie in Elemental. And Joyride, which is coming out this week, which is also <laughs> so you have three movies to go watch. <laughs> all right, if you want Disney uh, to just solely do IP, do, do n- go don't go watch Elemental, so you can stop that. I almost died saying that. Did you hear that? <laughs> People aren't watching Indiana Jones though. You seen the box office of that one? Yeah, flop. It's a bad flop. Bad, bad. Flop. So maybe Disney is uh struggling a little bit right now. But yeah, go watch El- go watch Elemental, go watch No Hard Feelings, go support these things because we need more diversity in theaters. We need more originality. Go do it. Yeah. Uh, and then my biggest recommendation is a 2022 movie called Emergency. Yeah. I really, really love this movie. Um, it's sort of like it sets itself up like it's going to be a super bad, like we're going on a party, we're going to hit all these parties tonight, and we're this another sort of coming-of-age story, a movie that it feels like we've all seen before. Uh, it turns into this thriller, and it's, I mean, it doesn't, it's not like a scary thriller, but it's like, oh, what's what's going to happen? It's got Sabrina Carpenter. It's it's really, really good. It's funny, and one of the best endings I've seen in a while, and it, it explores race, and uh, something that I don't think is often talked about enough in movies, especially recently, is like dudes being, you know, open. Hmm. Dudes being dudes with each other, you know? Yeah. Dudes being vulnerable. Like an accurate depiction of it. An accurate depiction of yeah. it. Like, obviously, it happens in movies. But this is like, it felt very authentic. It didn't feel like it was forced. Like, oh, we got to push this agenda that dudes is I being like dudes. I feel like Amazon just dumps their stuff onto their service. Dude, I never heard about Less this movie. So, like, Netflix and Amazon are really bad for it. They just yeah. don't advertise any of their movies that come out. Because I'm going to throw a movie at you. Do you know Bird Box, the sequel, is coming out next week? Bird Box is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It has a sequel and it's coming There's out no, next that, week. That, that movie was like a phenomenon when it came out for like two weeks. I know. People were obsessed with Bird but Box. But that goes to my point was that these movies that like, especially the the under the radar ones come out and no one talks about them because they're not advertised yeah. ever. And Emergency was one of them. I was supposed to see that Sundance for virtually. I slept through my screening of it and I was really bummed by it because I heard that it was actually really, really fun. Really, really And good. I just haven't had a check because- this can be a completely other co- different conversation because I, I struggle to watch a lot of movies at home that are streaming related. Uh, mainly probably because I don't have any hype for them because they don't 
do anything with it. But yeah, I, I really want to watch that movie. It's been on my list for a while now. I probably will watch it soon, along with the movie that you recommended me, which yeah, I know you haven't watched Sanctuary yet. Let, let's not let that fly. I, I'm waiting for you to watch Yeah, but that I movie. watched your other recommendation, which was Women Talking. Did I recommend Women Talking you did. to you? You, did said, I? you said when Sanctuary wasn't easy to find that I should, okay, next one, do Women Talking. I don't remember saying that. Yeah, I made that up. I was going to say, you're trying to get away. <laughs> but it was one of your top ten movies, which it, is why I did watch it. It was. So you're right. And um, it was an Oscar nominee. So. That was really good. I liked that. It felt like a play. We already talked about this movie. But you didn't talk about it on the podcast, though. You didn't say women talking. I thought me and Maddie did. Yeah. You, you guys got to forget it. This episode is probably the most chaotic episode. <laughs> yeah, we there's going to be a lot of cuts here, We guys. came back from a rebrand to this. <laughs> God You know forbid. what, though? Good, good chat. Yeah? Good chatting. Yeah? Got some chats popping up here. Uh, what did you watch this week? Give me your three recommendations. Yeah. Or the worst movies Well, you I didn't watch a lot because I was on vacation. You were. You did a trip across Canada. I did do a trip across Canada. It was a lot of fun, and that's part of the reason why we couldn't make a podcast. That was fun. It's is a it, lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Is it my fault that this is all happening? Am I to blame for all this? I think it's the weekend. I think you it's because you weekend? like the weekend. Should I stop liking the weekend? I I mean, I'm on board for that. Okay. Maybe, maybe I, I should I don't explore. like the weekend. Maybe I should explore that. I didn't watch a lot. Um, but since the podcast, I watched Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, doing a little in- oh, yeah. indie rewatch. Really fun. A lot of fun. I, I think this is my least watched indie movie. Temple of Doom? Yeah. I don't know why. It's a really fun minecart scene. Yeah. Like, it's like five minutes of them just like, and it's practical. What's the kid's name? Short round. Short round. <laughs> uh, Hoi Kwan. Yeah, Oscar winner. Yeah, it, he has the same inflection of him, too. Yeah, it's so funny watching. He's really good in the movie, too. He's great. He's fantastic. And you see how many times Hollywood has cast these awful kids, and then Kihoi Kwan got cast in nothing after this, and it blows my mind. He's so good in this movie. The other person, Willie, Willie Scott, oh, she's bad. <laughs> she, she's the reason that I don't like really love this. Like I do love, I really do like this movie, and I liked it a lot more. But she's so bad, and people have crapped on her for de- to death for years. She's so bad. She almost ruined a lot of this movie, but. Overall, the movie's good. Some aspects haven't aged well, especially its depiction of Africa, or sorry, India and its culture. Yeah. Really has not aged well. That one does not age well. At all. But it is a good movie. It's a lot of fun. Elemental, like we mentioned, really liked that movie. Enjoyed a lot of it. Great animation. Looks really good. Blackberry was one I was really excited about because it's my hometown. Yes. The little Jay Baruchel. Yeah, Jay Baruchel. Glenn Howerton. Glenn Howerton. Very Dennis-like. If you enjoy hearing Dennis scream... You'll enjoy watching Glenn Howerton play this role. I think he should be nominated. Don't know if really? that's... Yeah, I do. Honestly, oh, he's really that's a good. a bold take. I don't think it is. Too early, I think, in Oscar nominations. So, a lo- it, it, Hard it to campaign is too early. early. Hard to campaign with a movie like that. This yes, because it's Canadian also. And as sad as that sounds, that is a fact that Canadian movies just get looked on more negatively. I think he's the best part of the movie. The script is good, though. Uh, I just wasn't as big as a fan as a lot of other people were of this movie. I think a lot of people really liked the movie, and I was kind of more just like, yeah, it's good. Like, if I gave it three and a half, I liked it. I've seen a lot more four, four and a halves on the movie than me. It just felt like Social Network light. And I also, being from that town, wanted more of the town. Yeah. Like, there's a couple shots of more it. Waterloo. Just a little, like, and there was this cafe that they kept going to in the movie over and over again. They wouldn't show what it was, so it was just obviously just some cafe. And I was like, you have, like, three iconic diners that you could have chosen from in Kitchener-Waterloo. It's right there, right in front of you. You could have done that. What are they, second cup? (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) Have you been to Waterloo? 
I have been one time. And you, I visited what? the university. Which and one? Then the downtown Waterloo. Waterloo. Did you enjoy it? No. No. I mean, it was fun, but it was more like I was there for a dorm party. Did you go so to Phil's? No. I have to take you to Phil's. You're too old for Phil's. Yeah. You're just old. <laughs> but no, there's like Angels Diner and. Yeah, that doesn't exist. Mel's, Is that where Jamal Murray's gonna go with the? Hey, you never know. No, that's Phil's. That's what I'm saying. If you want to go to Phil's, Phil's. okay, hey, that's the joke then that everyone says he's gonna take the Phil's. Phil's is like the most disgusting bar you've ever heard of in your life. But it's also like a national treasure because everything's so cheap. Like you go in okay. and it's, it's like, you want a $4 beer? Here's like a, a pint for $4. You want a $2 shot? Yeah, here you go. Don't ask questions. They give it to you. And then you look up and you see mold on the sun. You're yawning. Don't look so depressed. All right. I'm talking about my childhood right now. Waterloo seems so great. This is ha- this happened on both of my podcasts, okay? Every time I try to talk about my hometown, someone comes in and interrupts it. Let me give the flowers that this town deserves. Bro, you're not even like your own city. You're Waterloo, Kitchener, Waterloo. Shut up. All right? Shut it. Do you have the accent? Is that what they all sound like? An accent? I f- everyone from Kitchener-Waterloo keeps saying, I got the Kitchener-Waterloo accent. What, basic white man? Is that what your accent is from Kitchener-Waterloo? Yes. Sure. I is guess. Is it true you guys all have celiac disease? I did get tested for celiac <laughs> disease a couple years ago. <laughs> that oh, was something in the water over there. <sighs> yeah, it's the fills. It's getting to you. Anyways, shout out Kitchener-Waterloo. Movie's good. Go watch it. Shout out Ajax. Shout out Ajax. Tetris. Yes, did you finally finish it? I finished it? it. I've been on this movie for like a well, month. It feels like a month that I've been watching it. It's good. Same score, three and a half. I enjoyed it. Taron Edgerton's really good. Style didn't work for me completely. It does this 8-bit no. type thing every once in a while. Not a huge fan of it. It is what it is. He's great, though. I want to see him in like a big, big Hollywood thing. Hey, Kingsman. That, was that really big, though? I guess the second yeah, one. Kinda yeah. Kind of flew under the radar. People yeah. are sort of over... The first one really... It was really in the peak, too, of, like, over the superhero thing. Like and there was Rocket a bit Man. of a hangover. Yeah, Rocket Man was big, I guess. Just Rocket Man got disrespected. It should have been did, nominated. Yeah. But he's he's in stuff. He's a, he can sing, bro. He can sing. Sing, too. He could sing. <laughs> I'm not giving that You don't one. like sing? No. Good movies, man. Is it? It actually is. I feel like you would like. <laughs> that was the most disgusting that I've ever done in my yeah, life. That was a nasty sneeze. I, I'm that fact that that's there now too, and that's gonna be the camera. Yeah, eternally. Should I just put like a cut on there? Should I put like a your face or something like that on it, and then just like <laughs> so you don't see? I'll just zoom in on your face just so you don't see that happen. Nasty cut. So those are the movies I watched. As for TV shows, again, not too much. I watched The Idol. I feel like if we say that word five times now, that's just like he's going to pop up in the corner and just like curse our podcast a little bit more. The weekend? Yeah. Continued watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Really funny last couple episodes especially. I'm just going to keep saying it. There's two more episodes left. It's just a return to form. It's really fun. Platonic, again, Keep go watch Platonic. It's really good. Rose Byrne, Seth Rogen, really funny comedy. Go watch it. It's one of the best feel-good comedies I've felt this year. It's really fun. Go watch it. Uh, the Bear, season two came out. So good. I'm almost done. I have, I believe, three episodes left. They're on a stretch right now of just fantastic episode after fantastic episode after fantastic episode. A lot of fun. Go watch it. And Secret Invasion. I am caught up in Secret Invasion. Yeah, the AI imagery. Do you like that? 
So at first, as we saw, if you follow our socials, you'll you'll see that I kind of put out a tweet <laughs> being like, "What is this?" And that was a lot of people's reaction after it first came out because, rightfully so, people are worried, especially with the strike going on, that AI is just going to be come take over, which is partially what people are striking against right now in Hollywood. And I had that initial reaction, but at the same time, as it went on, I was like, you know what? It fits the theme very much of this is a show about what's real and what's not real and fitting those two things. So I get it because, yeah, this could have been made by someone or it's AI. And also, like, we don't know for sure if it's AI or not, right? Like, no one's actually come out and really said that it is AI. It is AI. But for now, for for this, it's fine. If it starts branching out it's gonna into be a thing. other shows, I hope it's not because it doesn't look good. It's going to be a thing, because it like I mean people already use. But this just, is like, what people are striking image, against, right? This is what they're striking yeah. against, and the strike's not pff, strike's not ending anytime soon. No, and that's that's a a, a huge topic that we're going to have to get to eventually for next year because stuff is going to start getting delayed even more. Marvel's already delayed their entire slate for the next two years. Thank God, just, just cancel it. It's not happening. Cancel it, Marvel. It's not happening. So please, it's going to be a thing, especially if, with television. We're going to be missing a lot of television. And I think that's partially what Hannah wants to talk about with prestige television. Also. I know. So we can get to that another day. But those are the <laughs> we'll episodes, get back to you, Hannah. Don't worry. Those are the episodes I watched. Quickly to round up for what's coming out this weekend. TV, yes. nothing. You want to watch TV this weekend? You're not watching TV this weekend. There is not a single new television show that is of interest for me. I'm sure there – well, I'm sure there's some, but like – Nothing's good. You want to watch Duck and Goose season two? What? <laughs> that came out today. You want to watch? Is that a real thing? It is, apparently. Well, it's, it's season two, so it must be a real thing. Duck and Goose. It's on Apple also. It's about two ducks and two gooses. Two gooses. Oh, The Lincoln Lawyer came back. Didn't watch it, so I don't care. That's all that came out that that week. As for movies that came out today... Insidious, The Red Door. Let's go. When I last checked, it was around 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is kind of accurate for the whole series yeah. in general, to be honest. Yeah. I'm sure it's prob- it's the last movie, allegedly, of the franchise. I so find with the horror movies now. It's, it's at 38 these, now, too. So yeah, it's, it's just gone all down these 8 24 bros. Like, well, movies have to be exactly the same formula in the exact same way. Now. Like, it's so over it. Yeah. Enjoy a good sk- like just a good spooky movie for me it's jump scares if it's just constant jump scares you really love that thing you're just like pit, moving around a plastic up and down and up and down plastic i am a fan get over it i am a fan of a24 movies but also dude these I, bros are just like ruining crap you're not an a24 fan i'm fine but with also, a24 i'm just sick the, of the people who why do people like think it's like a brand at the same time it's, bro, it's a it's distribution it's studio d- d- they just pick movies they don't do they even no? The, just, a, ah. the the idol was a twenty four. Yeah. Like I, I don't understand why people, people won't tell you that. People have this huge like idea that it's just this cult like movie thing. Nah, and just people really like these stupid same freaking horror movie. Like, it, oh, it looks pretty, so it must be scary. That's not how that works, guys. It's just an indie. It's, yeah. it's not indie anymore. I'm just I'm so over it. And it's all these people who saw these movies, and now they think they're like, "Oh, this is I'm I know everything because I've seen these three four eight twenty four movies." Like it's just embarrassing. What's your favorite? And A24 all those movie? people are are the people who say, 
that uh, Beyond the Sea are the is the best Black Mirror episode. By the way, what's your favorite A twenty four movie? Ooh, that's tough. What's yours? Everything Ever All at Once. It's not basic. It's it's great. Come on. Yeah, let me check. It's not. It's that or Hereditary. I love both of those movies. Ari Aster. I both are mid. I'm sorry. Mid. Everything Ever All at Once. Mid. Call me a hot take artist, guys. This is, this is the stuff that I knew was going to come mid. out eventually. It's just because you're exhausted that you're you're putting these out right now. No. Mid. Uh, mid. Why? Because uh, it wasn't that good, guys. I hate to tell you. You realize it swept every award show, right? Yes. I, I get the uh, the the boom for it, but it wasn't actually that good a movie, guys. I'm over the meta. I'm over the multiverse stuff. It's one of the only movies that's handled the multiverse right. Okay. Doesn't mean it was good. Oh, my God. That's it was a fine. It was just fine. Time. Fine. Like, like, I'll be... I was bored. Sorry. That's bad. I was pretty bored. That's really bad. I don't care. I didn't care about the relationship of that movie. The I relationship is the boring. only part that it's like... Every joke I thought was pandering to people who were like, ooh, hot dog fingers. Like, it's not funny. Nothing like was the, funny. I like never laughed rac- one Rakakuni? time. Rakakuni was kind of cute. <laughs> okay, okay cool. so you did. Um, you, but it was it was just crap. Uh, no. Probably Green Room. Mm, 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 mm. Really like Green Room. That's your favorite one? I mean, I'm just looking at this list here. Like, eighth grade? Eighth grade's great. Eighth grade sucked. Um, <laughs> hereditary. I did not like Hereditary. I thought it was bad. The Lobster was mid- Moonlight shouldn't have won Best Picture. The Witch, uh, Lighthouse you, is good. Are you saying Moonlight should have won Best Picture? Could La La Land should have won Best Picture? La La Land should have won Best Picture. Okay, I'm on the same boat as you with yeah. that one. Moonlight was okay. I'm not. I've never been a big Moonlight fan. I've never. It was okay. It's got know. good messages and good theming. It's and Barry I'm just Jenkins looking at all of these A24 movies, and they're the same thing. That's not true. They're just boring. That's not true. None of these are exciting. Uncut Gems is kind of fun. Yeah, what? You're missing, like, that one is completely different than every single other movie. What am I going to say? Spring Breakers? Okay, well, that that's for the like the weird side of cinema people that, like, think that Harmony, Harmony Kareen. Kareen is, like, invented cinema. Hey, I like kids. Do you want to phrase that a little bit better? The movie. The <laughs> Harmony Kareen movie. Kids. Enemy is a good movie. Jeez, I'm just looking at all these. Ex Machina? Ex Machina was good. Uh, the Lobster? So much just like Swiss okay, Army Man? I don't see one four-star movie in any of these. That is absurd. I don't. That is absolutely absurd. Spectacular Now is really good. That might be a four-star Uncut movie. Uncut Gems is not a four-star movie for you? No. Three and a half. I don't know this guy anymore. <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing. It's this not, podcast. man. Have you seen Marcel the Shovel Shoes on? No, that, I'm not watching a whole movie about that YouTube bit. It's really Sorry. cute. It's really cute. I want to watch the Macbeth one they did with uh, Denzel. No, you don't. I love Shakespeare. Shakespeare's better than A24 movies. Any play, any Shakespeare play is better than any A24 movie. Quote me. Uh, and the other movie <laughs> that came out today. Oh, Joe Red, featuring everything ever all at once is Stephanie Shu. None of these movies are good. I I can't even find a good one. You're ridiculous. Is this? Oh my god, this studio sucks. 
The bling ring? What is that? It's the Emma Watson one where they steal stuff from rich people's houses. Why, like, why I are actually you watching that last one night. out? There's so many other movies. That I watched it last night. There's so many other movies that you could have seen. Dude, I'm looking. Hereditary. Come I on, come on. It's really good. The Green Knights, fantastic. Green Knight here is good. I haven't watched it yet. Waves. The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse is fine. The Farewell. Farewell. Oh, it's fine. Tusk is better. Not oh good. my god. Okay. We need to end this podcast. <laughs> this is this is ridiculous. This is this is the hot take part that I didn't want to get out of you right now. Okay, we'll have our AT40. I can't find one good movie. That's I'm sorry. Abs- I can't find one. That good is movie. ridiculous. Name what's the best one here? Everything ever all at once. That's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. It's not even good. I ha- I'm sorry. I'm going <laughs> to tell you. Good- it's not a good movie. What are you it talking was so about? boring. No. It was so boring. I'm sorry. You're the only person I know that doesn't like the movie. I thought it was fine. I'm not saying I didn't like it. Everyone I know loves the movie. I didn't enjoy my time with that movie. Did you watch it before it got acclaim? No. Maybe that's So why. that's probably why. I saw it maybe, before maybe. everyone was raving about it. I saw it the first day it came out. It should have been good. And it was. No. Yes. It sucked. It's so good. It sucked. So you can't say it sucked and then say it's fine. It's fine. I'm saying it sucked because it was had the hype. If I'm disregarding the hype, it was fine. Ladybird sucks. You're gonna Eighth be, grade. You're gonna make me walk sucks. off this podcast. Bodies, bodies, bodies. I really liked. Eighth like grade that does not one. suck. Spectacular. Now I really like. See, there's two movies. That's all I'm saying. It does have some movies. <laughs> I can't find anything good here, man. I'm sorry. This is all crap. What is this studio? All right, guys. You want me to end it? Okay. And that's going to wrap up our fascinating discussion of (laughs) the idol. Uh, Thanks to our special guest. This episode's not coming out. Why? It's not going to come out. I don't believe it. There's (laughs) no chance this is is done. It might be cursed. Don't put the music on I'm putting the music on. I'm playing you you out. Thank you. I'm playing you out. I got to thank our guest. You can. You have a minute and 40 seconds Uh, to Thanks to Hannah Collins, uh, uh, the expert... Uh, in telling us that the, the <laughs> screwed, what the music screwed with me. Um, our cinematic <laughs> journey doesn't end here, dear listeners. I'm, I'm pretty sure Stay it has tuned ended here. For future episodes of Cinemates, as we continue to explore the vast realms of film and television, from new releases to timeless classics, we'll bring you engaging conversations, thought-provoking analysis, and don't forget to subscribe and rate our podcast and share it. Please, please share it. And follow us on Twitter. We have, like, no followers on Twitter, but all yeah, on our other accounts. Yeah, my goodness. Please uh, follow us. And we know a lot of people are listening to this. So please follow us on Twitter, uh, the Cinemates Podcast, uh, with Jake and Mike. So thanks for joining us, Cinemates. I'm Mike Jose Collins. That was... I'm Jake Schultz, Jake sadly. Schultz. And remember to follow us again. Please, please follow us. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>